Hey, my hip nuts, are you ready for the cannabis bonanza? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how we could. Anyone could be ready. Sorry. No. Hey, career. Hi. Oh, God. Here we are. So, today. what is this? What is this show yeah, about? What are we doing? Yeah. Well, uh, so there's been a lot of crazy things, controversial things out in the media no recently. Way. Um, yes. And so there's a big buzz around some information being spewed by this guy Alex Berenson and Malcolm Gladwell and their ilk about cannabis uh, causing mm-hmm. mental illness and, and violence. Um, huh. And they basically have a couple of things they say, and it's in everything they write. One is is that there's an association of cannabis with mental illness, so that means it causes it, because people who have mental illnesses report using it. The other one is that it causes... <laughs> and those who on, don't have mental illnesses report using it too, right? So, uh, so they <laughs> He's say, like, what did you say, girl? Uh, they say it causes uh, paranoia and delusions, and so the, 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 the high of marijuana leads to violence, and that it is a gateway drug, so if you go on, if you use cannabis, even once, oh, you're more likely to use drugs. And one. he also says that we don't know much about THC, but fails to bring up that it's been FDA approved since the 80s in the purified form. Mm. And then they use a lot of outrageous analogies like <sighs> comparing Jeez. cannabis, yeah. uh, the market right now, to the lethal automobile industry when it first started. And I'm like, how are you going to compare the <laughs> cannabis use to Yeah, the, yeah. To, uh, you know, I can't, I, I, can't, I can't remember. Shoot, I'm 54. I've been smoking I don't know how long. Shit, Two I years. lost count of how many people I've killed. <laughs> I, I, oh my God, Jesus! Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. My, my mother. Well, used, I know uh, the times that I go out and start hearing voices and have conversations with me. So I guess that's from my weed use, maybe. Or that time I got lost in Amsterdam, maybe that was it. Well, yeah, getting, that's Amsterdam. <laughs> you can't get lost in Amsterdam. It's only like that big. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So we're here to talk about Girl. weed, and does it really, really mess with you? Mm-hmm. And tell your children. Does it make you want to commit crime? Does it make you violent? Really? No. See, the essence of marijuana is that it makes you really mellow. You know? Makes you think. You get creative and shit. I get creative. (laughs) I think very differently. I actually kind of feel like it's more like a spiritual experience sometimes. I kind of go into my world and I have just all these ideas I normally wouldn't have. And they've actually kind of been... They've really been good. The it's ideas weird. you've been coming up with. Yeah, I think this was one of those yeah. ideas. Uh, yeah, and, and here it is. Here it is. <laughs> I'd like to read you a title of a study uh-huh. on the subject to get your impression. So it says, couples' marijuana use is inversely related to their intimate partner violence over the first nine years of marriage. It oh, basically says, God. the less cannabis you use, the more likely you'll have a bad marriage. <laughs> published in the Psychology of Addictive Behaviors. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, oh. Seriously, I've actually seen that. Well, think about how many marriages has it kept together? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't I'm not married, so uh, I wouldn't know. But oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh. But it seems to go against a, a lot of uh, what these these people are saying. So. Um, this is like a really horrific book. It start has a lot of like grisly details, and right. so you know if, if marijuana was used at any time, then it's know. an anti-marijuana book. 
It is. That is a fair assessment. Okay. But it's, it's probably been other stuff published uh, like this. And well, who this, are these guys? Are they um, qualified doctors? Have they even used marijuana? I'm not even sure if Berenson has graduated from, like, undergraduate. Um, but he is a science fiction writer. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man, I got an idea for college. you. <laughs> It's like like Dawn of the Dead, where people just start running out of their houses, murdering people after using yeah. Uh, oh God. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so yeah. wait a minute. So what is that written so, by? Two dudes or one dude? Alex, one, what's his name? Well, Berenson. Yeah. But you know what? Malcolm Gladwell actually wrote something in the New Yorker this past month about it, supporting, really supporting it and kind of validating what? it, supporting his whole thesis that cannabis makes supporting people, this, this dude book, Alex, yeah, yeah, and saying that this was a public health crisis. It was even under public health Come on, in uh, the New Yorker. And so what they wound up saying was, again, if you smoke weed, you're going to be you know, you have a higher chance of having schizophrenia and being, but more, mostly being oh violent. Oh, my God. Well, and here, but here, hold on. So <laughs> it just sounds this like is a crock of shit. But this is where the therapist in me comes out here. Because we are talking about something that there's been all these studies about that have shown kind of different... We don't have conclusive evidence. They're showing the exact opposite. And I don't know what the answer is either. There's always been an anti-marijuana uh, stance in America. Yeah, I One. That. Two, I, I think that. the tobacco company is behind some of that anti-marijuana. Because, hey, yeah, kids, but... if you smoke weed, you're going to turn out to be a better person but you know than what? if you they're... smoke tobacco. Tobacco is <laughs> evil. But they're getting it, into period. it now, Greer. No, no, tobacco but... is evil. They don't. Let me tell you something. If well, you want to smoke, if you smoke. getting into cannabis now. Well, That's fuck a... the tobacco. <laughs> companies getting into cannabis. <laughs> right. Don't you don't want their product. Right. Do not allow them to make don't money off of you people. now. No, I wouldn't yep. buy I smoke weed. I yep. will not buy any tobacco any marijuana pushed out by, by a, a fucking tobacco yeah, company. You yeah. already made your trillions of dollars poisoning me. Get out of here. Yeah. I don't want you in my industry. We I want it from that old guy that's safe. been back there for fucking 40 years growing it himself. That dude. That's <laughs> some What's suit. What's his name? I don't know, but he's cool as shit and he's traveled the world. I'll tell you that much. Not that suit from R.J.R. Reynolds. Right. I think we can break into the breed business. Fuck out of here, you clowns. Ugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. So was... How do you really feel, Greer? No, I'm just serious. Like These guys, like this guy right here. I'd like to know, have you ever fucking smoked a joint, bro? Probably not. They, they, they allude Wait. to potentially using it once or twice mm-hmm. in college. Yeah. Um, okay, see, so cowards. See, wait, you hold can't on. I go. just did the study, and um, I did the study in this past spring, May and April of this year, of mental health clinicians. And what I found was that their own experience with cannabis or marijuana, whatever they want to call it, but... Um, it actually made them feel better about cannabis as a medical treatment. And it was fascinating. So I would guess that these guys probably have it, and they've just heard these stories, and it's probably what it's exacerbated. And where the, what are they speaking about in particular? Like, um, like studies... the smoking of marijuana? Is no, that they... what... The, yeah. Yes. Are they against? The, yeah. Are they? Are they? Do they have any idea or knowledge on the the CBD parts of? of... Very, very little. I think there's mm-hmm. two sentences about that, and they don't seem to think it's an important thing to consider in cannabis as a as a compound, as a mixture of mm-hmm. components. When we know that the more CBD that's in there, the more it's going to kind of put a ceiling on any intoxicating effects. But they seem to brush that under the rug. Um, but, you know, they basically, what they do is they take anything that talks about a link or an association. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it causes it. So, like, you know, 
Um, there's lots of things associated with violent crime. Like yeah. I found that um, increases in violent crime are associated with high blood pressure. It's actually more strongly associated. Huh. As and is... being male. Being male. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm sorry. Yep. Oh, we're going to break it down to black now? Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. No. <laughs> What are my favorite? A lot of black folks have high blood pressure. Oh my god! If we gonna talk, let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> there's a there's also research that says that getting uh, A grades in school are associated with an increased risk of developing bipolar disorder as well. There's huh. research about that. There's also smoke from wildfires are associated with increases in violent crime. Um, <laughs> Smoke, Smoke from wildfires. wildfires. So we're talking about the brush and the trees, <laughs> like that giant right? wildfire that just happened, like right? a yeah. few months. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. We okay. So wait a minute. Now hmm. we should be doing a study of how much crime took place took took place in that right. that period of time. Now, like, yeah. so there's there's uh, the, there's so, so I many. Guess there things. were lots of crimes out in California this past year or something, right? Well, they just said that the <laughs> wildfires cause uh, more violence. Right. Yeah, right. There's also lead exposure associated with increases in crime. Then um, paint chips. I used yeah. to eat them <laughs> shit when I was a kid. The paint chips was good, Jack. What? Um, I'm kidding. Tasty. I did, though. Yeah. And, uh, they <laughs> did say, you really? Yeah. My, that shit used to peel. I was born in the South Bronx. That shit used to peel off the wall. And I remember my grandmother like, ah, ah, get, don't, don't touch that. Boy, that's lead in there. And I was like, all right. <laughs> all right. And I saw commercials talking about, don't eat this, kids. And I was like, all righty. But it tastes good. Yeah. I mean, it smelled. It really had an interesting smell to it. It was like, oh, you sure I can't eat this? I know. You have that look as you're talking about it where you're just like, oh, the good old days of eating paint chips. <laughs> so I think that the point is is that there's these things that plague our society are not – you can't reduce them to a single thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's lots of things that go into that. Um, you know, just like – you know, it, it kind of reminds me of when people try to base everything on, you know, your intelligence, what your IQ is. And it's like that's not going to tell you if you're going to be a good parent right. or like a law-abiding right. citizen. Right. And I think this is kind of something they're, they're similarly trying to do that, you know, put this sort of moral thing on like, oh, if you use cannabis, then you're knowingly – causing yourself mental illness and you're going to be a criminal because the, the, the thing that's scary. <laughs> you know what? I have to say, oh. I told Jehan this book was, to me, was the greatest argument for legalization I had ever read because he makes it seem like cannabis is this one thing instead of the different, you know, compound or different chemicals within it. And, and that, to me, is the issue. Like, we can't say that the, the weed that I smoke here and maybe someone else in California smokes it, it's the same thing. We have to know what the chemical makeup is. That When we drill it down to the cannabinoid level and the terpenoid level to be able to see like what do these specific individual things do to the mm-hmm. brain, then we can have these kinds of conversations. Right. So Because something that's higher in CBD is going to be a little bit different than something that's higher in THC. And this whole like indica versus sativa conversation just doesn't cut it now we need to know kind of what is the chemical compound mm-hmm. it's like me to say and that every antidepressant is the same thing they're not no different they're created in different ways to affect different parts of the brain and this is kind of like 
what he fails to even acknowledge in this book. So for me, legal. Are we going to try to get him on the show? I would love to. Oh, we could corner that you know little man. I, I'm <laughs> kidding. I didn't mean to call him a little but man. That means we'd have to recognize him as a legitimate person. Well, dude, he's, I, I mean, he's got to be legitimate, right? He's got a book out. And I noticed in this book you got right here. Can let me see this. See, he's he. Look at that. See all this, y'all. I know. He, he's, got he's, little, he's got little things up in this book that we need to read. What's his brother's name? Alex uh, Bernson. Yeah. Oh, Bernson. Yeah. yeah. We gonna bring your ass on the show, boy. <laughs> oh yeah. You are gonna have to back some of this up. What's your theory? And I'm gonna smoke while you talk. Wait. Can we oh. smoke in here? I don't think he'll let us smoke in here. <laughs> I'm just I'm kidding, kidding. I'm kidding. Know. We're not doing it. When we get We're big enough, they will. <laughs> And he's going to be our sound dude. <laughs> Wait, we have to make a good first impression with our sound dude. Uh, we, I think he, we are. They, I, they own this place. We've got to be good. Good. Let's go. <laughs> but, you, know, you know, speaking about, you know, we're in New York. There's actually word that a uh, um, dispensary is going to be opening in Brooklyn Heights. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think the community impact will be there? Do well, be that, I, I, I mean... It's not like you and I can just walk in there and go purchase or, sure. or pick up marijuana. I think it's for specifics, like um, like if you suffer from seizures, you have to have an actual medical, medical condition yeah. um, to to get it, uh, and and that's that's where me and my buddy are. <laughs> starting our, our greenhouse in, uh, right. in Brooklyn. Yeah. Wow, nice pitch. I know. Brooklyn Sprouts. <laughs> our first sponsor. Hey, Jan, I wanted to ask you, oh, shit. what do you what? know about Consortium? What? Yeah, what do you, do you know them? Do you know oh, of them? No? Yeah. Huh. Okay, I thought they're like the biggest dispensary in North America or something. I, I have not. Oh, them too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. so confused. All right. I'm, I'm a just... little slow. Okay. Well, I know about um I know that there's a lot of industry kind of getting bigger and bigger and we had a friend of ours recently get announced yeah. something, yeah. Yeah, uh, if, you know, a lot of uh, the talents getting bought up by these larger yeah. groups that are buying up places. They're not tobacco companies, are they? Greer, I'm afraid they're getting into it. Jesus, man. I know. That's why we have to do this Jesus, because we man. have to make sure. We don't want that the tobacco company to make money off of marijuana when they were you. part of the ones who had you a. Did they're the one reason why so many fucking people went to jail, man, and were ostracized. Absolutely. And now you want to come and make a profit. And I, this is what's so beautiful about this conversation gosh. is that people don't realize this has such a p policy impact on so many levels. Yeah. We can choose to go with the smaller growers. We can choose. That's what we need to, to do. do. Right. The mom and pop ones. Right. And conglomerates. Congl conglomerates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> conglomerates. Yeah. No, I know about that yeah. one. Those but guys are so, so we've got to make sure that we keep this industry pure. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> like, it'll be horrible to be able to walk into a 7-Eleven. Well, a 7-Eleven doesn't sell cigarettes anymore, do they? Or do they? Some know. of them do. They One of them don't. Do. Like, no, like, yeah. all, of the, all of the drug stores, the CBS yeah. and mm -hmm. all of those clowns, they don't sell tobacco anymore. But yeah. you can come in there and go pick up your medicine for $80 a month. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, you can probably even get it some, like, opioids, like, really cheaply <clears throat> there. We need Canadians to start sending drones open, just dropping it. Dropping the weeds? No, just dropping like <laughs> fucking pills that people need. Like you know what? My father did that. He got his medications like From... filled in Canada because it was just too expensive. He couldn't afford it here. People used to be able to do that online as well, right? Uh -huh. And they shut uh -huh. that down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah? Who's behind that? 
Yeah. Yeah, we really don't care about you Americans. Pay that money or die. Wow. <laughs> I like it when you get really close to that microphone. Like okay, that. easy. There's <laughs> 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 a show about cannabis. Well, <laughs> did you guys hear about the Super Bowl commercial for oh, CBD? Just, yes, I yes, did. Yes, I thought they were going to not do it, right? They're they're not not, gonna, yeah. They're not going to show it. But do you think that was part of the company's plan, though? It's like, we know this video is not going to get approved. So, it's good. so that was their oh, ploy yeah, to let us know. Yeah. Okay, cool. To that's, discuss that's it? For, do you think that I that, love that, it. that this is great? Um, I love that. And I saw the commercial. What did you think? I of thought it? it was amazing. And it's the medicals, it's the pharmaceutical companies, man. Nobody wants your drugs, dude. Like you don't come <laughs> up with cures and and it's super expensive. Nobody wants your shit. <laughs> I just couldn't believe, you know, they won't I, do that, but they can advertise alcohol. Well, you yeah. Well, I mean? I mean, come on, alcohol industry, I mean, yeah. it's huge. They 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 <laughs> this whole CBD thing, man, this is about, like you were saying to me yesterday about how you want to get down to the point where you, 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 you get to the point where how does, what, how much of this stops pain? Remember right, when you were right, talking? Right, like, right, What is that tipping point? Yeah, what yeah. is that tipping point? Where, is it, where does this work? How much of this do we need to do to stop pain? Yeah. They won't show that commercial because they see that the people are leaning that way. And somebody had a tug on one of these top dudes' heads in that hole where, where it's going to be shown on. And CBS or NBC? Yes, CBS. CBS. Somebody yeah. tugged at one of their coattails and was like, yeah, don't put that commercial on. I think it has a lot to do with the uh, pharmaceutical company. And I also think it might have to do something with the religious right. Mm. That's just my theory as a brother from Harlem. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> a paint chipping. Paint I, uh, I was born in the South Bronx. I used I to eat paint chips. <laughs> God, you're so nuts. Oh, my God. Well, you know, the but religion and cannabis you. has been like this for a really long time. There's, has it? Well, like yeah, in it the actually, Bible? Wait, like my, sure, oh, sure. wait can I tell you guys yeah. a story about my cute mom? Sure, sure. So my mom, over Thanksgiving, she How just cute seems, is she? Okay. <laughs> well, she is my mom, and people say I look like her, so you know she's got to be good. Just kidding. <laughs> Anyway, my mom, actually, we were talking about this, and my son made this comment about, did you know cannabis was in the Bible? And we didn't believe him at all. So we start, like, Googling everything and looking at it, and we actually found friggin', like, Bible quotes and shit that references him and using the herb and stuff like that. And so my mom, who is very Christian, conservative, was like, you know— and she put her hands in the air. She's like, I think we're going to have to testify that they should allow cannabis. <laughs> and so even my mom, this woman who's 79, Christian, conservative, white, middle-class woman, understands. Because we've seen kind of what cannabis or what opioid dependence can do in our family. My father was addicted. We've wow. had deaths in our family because of wow. overdoses. And, and my father, you know, had real legitimate pain and just naturally was giving all these drugs and couldn't get off of them because of the pain. And these are the stories that are happening all the time. And this idiot, and I'm going back to the book here, wants to make it about something that it's not. When we have an opportunity mm. really to make a difference on a huge level to get people off of these opioids and to have them kind of have an, another opportunity. I mean, Jayhan and I actually were talking about this on their way here. I don't think I think, like, harm reduction as a therapist, it's so important to me. And if we can use cannabis to get people off of opioids, I think 
Aren't there cases uh, proving it, that this is well, uh, an excellent it, way to, to wean people off? This is such a nuanced <clears throat> issue. I mean, really. I think, and I'm just speaking for you here, Jayhan, and correct me if I'm wrong, but theoretically he and I totally agree with this. But the data is a little confusing on this. And so why I think it has to be legal, period, because people on opioids will what, what not. What has to be legal, period. Instead of making it medical cannabis, uh-huh. making it legal, period, without a doctor's note, <clears throat> without the agreement, you know, without having to go pay hundreds of dollars to the state to get a license, you know, trying to make it just readily available. Yeah. Okay, but then that, where are these brains that know how to take well, out the THC and give me or my mom who broke her foot? But give her just the CBD that she well, needs. Like, how, where are those guys? Where do they come in? Well, at? it's not as simple as that because you want. They're probably going to want THC in it as if they're getting off the opioids. But but oh, we're talking so, about opioids. opioids okay, I'm sorry. We no, no, like no, 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 no. I'm just right, talking about right, opioids. Right. And and one of the things with that, I think we should be legal because they need to have that access easily. Mm. That is our argument. But the data doesn't really show that. You know, in states where they've shown a decrease in these deaths, it's been where medical or where cannabis was actually available yeah. earlier and easier to get to. If there was, a, if you had to get a doctor's note, right. uh, or the early adopters that had the most access saw those decreases in opioids. Just because you have right. a dispensary open mm-hmm, or a mm-hmm. law passed mm-hmm. in your state doesn't mean you're going to see those benefits. There's certain right. factors. like right. if Because we're not, when we say opioids, we're talking about both opiates, like from the plant, like heroin, and also synthetic drugs. Right. And people who are using illicit... Fentanyl. Yeah, people using illicit substances, you know, they're... They might just be looking for something that's easy well, to used, get to. Yeah, they're used to kind of getting it off the street. So to have to go through these arbitrary hoops to get a card to then go get something fairly expensive, they're not going to do and, that. Yeah. But I do believe it should be available. I absolutely – we both, Jayhan and I, have talked about this legally. It just needs to be recreationally legally so that people can easily have access to that instead of having to go through this whole, like, channel. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense, which brings me back to my point that the tobacco company is evil. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and they don't yes. want – if you smoke marijuana, you're not going to smoke tobacco, and that's why they want to get that's in. That's why they want to get in. That's why the alcohol – big alcohol is getting into it and as well. Yeah. Yeah, see? No, you, I'm I, there with you on really? that. Really? No, I'm going to I'm going to okay, buy weed by is, Bacardi. It's right. <laughs> And they're going to have a whole branding campaign. Jeez. So, so here, but here's like my point is I think that um, this is an opportunity for us because we tend to see things a little bit differently mm. because of our cannabis use that we actually might be able to enact some cultural changes. So maybe letting people know that they can choose to kind of be part of the problem by purchasing stuff from <coughs> these big corporations who really have just like robbed people's souls clean mm-hmm. or you know you go with people who have maybe well, better de- i mean there there are cannabis companies oh, hold oh, on oh, oh. i don't well you know i kind of believe in i'm not a big like huge well, anyway, I'm shutting up. So it's a devil's advocate here right now. <laughs> for, for what you guys are saying. I agree with, with some of those issues. But let's just say you're like the heir to one of those fortunes from an mm-hmm. alcohol or tobacco company. And you're like, man, we've caused a lot of problems in mm-hmm. society. I want to do something good. Why don't I go into cannabis and actually maybe try to fix some of those problems? Okay, I, so I'm gonna, then I'm, gonna, I would I'm want sorry. I'm going to I'm going to call test. I'm going to lie detector test, right? <laughs> I'm going to call bullshit on that. 
Uh, because, oh no, no. You think Donald Trump Jr. is going to grow up to be a good kid? You th- how about ba- uh, Barron? You think he's going to... Look at what you're surrounded with. That's oh, what you come from. So if you, if you inherit this, you're only thinking about the dollar sign. You're not considering the welfare of another yeah. human being. People that have that amount of money, I have a hard time believing that they actually care about the well-being of another person. I just do. And well, if you're someone yeah. who inherits, <clears throat> yeah, I just inherited the, the big uh, Hilton, whatever, whatever. No, they come from this, like, echelon of, like, yeah, you're beneath me. No, I don't buy it. I, yep. I don't, I don't okay. buy yep. it. And I wouldn't want it. I want it from that dude who's been doing that shit in the fucking hills of California his whole life. I want that guy. That's the guy I want because he knows what he's doing. And he I don't has need long some hair. suit. Yeah, it's sort of like natural selection. <laughs> he's been <laughs> through a process of yeah, evolution. He knows it. Like it's like that dude who wants to run for president now. That Schultz. Why? Because you have the money to do so. Because fuck off, beat it, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Know, <laughs> I know I'm there with you, Greer. It's really scary. I just, I don't so give I, any of these and people. that's why I feel like people really should know these nuances. And the, and here's the kicker back back to that whole thing like if somebody inherited these people have enough money to end if they got their heads together. Mm-hmm. You can end fucking hunger on the planet. Yeah. You so can, you really yeah. think I'm going to believe you when you talk about, yeah, I want to go into the medical part because I care? No, you don't. There's a money factor in There's it. There's a tax write off. And that's where you look at it and that's where you see it from. I'm in it <sighs> so I can help people, damn it. Right. Like it. <laughs> That's why. Why are we in it, Jayhan? <laughs> so we can help people. I think people yeah. that the first step yeah. is education, understanding how to navigate this because we're it's hit so on all nuanced. sides mm-hmm. of this. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's a miracle drug. It's also the pr- all the problems of it's our society. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Let's t- like, how true is that, though? Like, I mean, yeah. dude, alcohol, man. Like, you can't, if you smoke... <laughs> I don't know of anybody who I, shit starts when you start taking in alcohol. Okay, yeah. that's when you you start getting that 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 liquid courage. You don't get that shit from marijuana. You might want to come up with a sketch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You like might like karate sandwich. Hey man, you ever think about putting chocolate, peanut butter, and jelly on a sandwich? <laughs> like, yeah, all right. No, what is the alcohol... craziest thing you thought of when you were? Uh... Stoned. Oh man, that I could do stand up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead ass. <laughs> and it turns out, hey, hey, hey a little bit, <laughs> a wee bit. Well, I guess one of the you know the big myths that I struggle with is this thing about how potency has increased with cannabis, and that's a big issue. And I looked into it, and it turns out throughout most of human history, everyone smoked hash. The first recorded <laughs> historical thing about people using a cannabis product was traders coming in on horseback with black bars of hash that's what that's what's like what are you talking about five thousand six thousand yeah ago? yeah so really? like, and then most of the world uses hash you go to europe people yeah. use yep. a hash. lot of hash yeah. 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 and yeah. so hash is concentrated cannabis so mm-hmm. what does it matter for the last 20 years if potency has increased if most of the people are using concentrated forms so ha- everyone... has it actually increased though well that's 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 an argument. That's right? argument because the equipment that's used today to analyze it wasn't mm. even invented until the instruments weren't even invented until the end of the seventies. And all this data people had is from analyzing cannabis the wrong way. So we really by what know. watching somebody smoke and then looking at them for an well, hour. Like they they get like <laughs> you know six pounds of like rotten cannabis that's been sitting Gross. somewhere in a in a warehouse and they test it and they're like it has one percent THC. It's like yeah because it's degraded to other stuff uh, like uh-huh. like. 
people used to think the uh, CBN, the degradation product of THC, was the active ingredient because there was so much of it. Because there were no, like, you know, before refrigeration, there were no storage yeah, <laughs> protocols. Yeah. How did you store it? Just degrade it. And so I think it's one of the, the weird kind of myths that uh, people are saying, well, marijuana is 200 times more potent or 20 times. Or, I mean, the number changes all the time. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to believe when I read in this book that cannabis in the 70s was 1% THC by weight. He also says that the average joint weighs 500 milligrams, which is less than half a paper clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I need to look at this dude in the face, yo. We're I gotta, I gotta find out. Yo, I'm, so, I'm do you think we could have him do a skit with us? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll just yeah. Well, Pin the tail. He has jackass. put on Twitter that if you find an error in his book, he'll give you two hundred dollars. Wait, so someone already? Oh, is that what all them little pink things are? <laughs> yeah, let's add that up. That's, let's Call add it, that up. Jayhan, we've well, got to pay for this. A lot of them are the same type of error, so uh, I don't know <laughs> if it's per error or for like type one error. No, type no, two. Can we try it? No, Can we try error. it? Like, if he misspelled his please name tell wrong, me you that's tweeted, an error. Please tell me you t- tweeted <laughs> yes. DeBaronson today. I, I did, did you? I did ask him if it, you know he makes these these constant. Errors about oh, there's a link. It's causative, and that's a t- this is a classic statistical error. And I'm like, right. you make this throughout the book. I found a, about 20 instances of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Is it per instance or just a flat rate for finding the overall thing? But he's already given 200 bucks. I think it's to sen- students for a sensible drug policy because oh. they found a, a spelling error or yeah. something arbitrary. But he's really bulldogs it, um, and no one right now is agreeing. He's challenged a couple organizations to do debates, and no one really wants to recognize him as a serious person. I'll but debate him. I think I think it's a good idea. I'll debate him. Give me a joint, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at? Let me smoke up real quick. I'll debate you, my dude. What? <laughs> Come on, man. I'll show you the right. floors in your armor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Show you what? The floors in I mean, the, 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 the chinks in your armor. The oh, creaks okay. in your armor. I'll show you the, the, yeah, the creaks oh, in your armor. Oh, no. What is that term? I don't know. Chink. Wait, ch- wait. Like, I'll show you the whole. It's blink. like the, the chinks know. in your armor, you, like yeah. the parts where you yeah. can stick in a, a sword yeah. through. <laughs> <laughs> Go clear. All right. So, Jayhan, you didn't answer the question. You avoided this question. What Which one was that? Uh oh. So, what was the craziest thought you ever had when you had smoked food? That I should go into science. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this will be fun. (laughs) And now we're talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Look, he's got his blood vessels are popping out. Did she tell us hers? What was yours? Oh, shit. I've had so many students. Look at that, asking all the questions. I know, darling. (laughs) I know. Oh, probably that we should have IRCCMH. Seriously, (laughs) to start off. So, Jayhan and I actually met in Israel. And um, I was really stoned that night. And I remember (laughs) we went dancing. And I was like, we should just talk about, like, mental health stuff. We need to. I've got this great idea. And here we are working together now. Is that crazy? (laughs) What's the criminal? I'm sorry. I don't mean to go off subject. But I want to get back to the whole hashish throughout Europe and the Middle East. That's true. Uh, That's not big here. Unless you... I mean, I'm sure there are people who can get it, but 
how is that looked at here in well, America? Like, I, don't, I mean, it's not it's according not, to some reports uh, in the market. Uh, about between forty and sixty percent of the sales are for concentrated forms of mm-hmm. cannabis. Um, so, like the vape pens and the oils. And sure, like sure. Right. But, but we're t- I'm but talking about like hash? the like. Oh, where's 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 hash? Like I've smoked in Amsterdam, like the little black tar yeah. looking thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So here, I think we're a bit spoiled. You know, we got the. You know, the term reefers come from when people stored it in refrigerators on barges. So we're, like, really, really kind of, like, uh, Stored what on barges? In whole plant cannabis. Cannabis? Like the flower. Okay. Really? So they didn't have to smush it into a black bar like the Moroccans, uh-huh, you know, extracting uh-huh. it or whatever. They could just, we, we were spoiled here. We got flowers. Does we got mean... direct to consumer. No, mm. there's no middleman manufacturing <laughs> wow. it. Wow. So I think that's like. Oh, we need to make hash <laughs> in America. What? That's what I'm going to be the hash man. <laughs> Ow, son. <laughs> Well, oh we've caught God. up in a lot of ways, I think, the here. Hash wow. Because <laughs> now we've got, you can get all sorts of stuff that's. And um, hash smells beautiful, dude. Yeah. That's such a beautiful smell. It's like, <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's yeah. like a bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> a bouquet of. Hey, I have a question. So, first off, how do you guys think we're doing right now? Um, I think if we were put on the radio, they would probably. Um, Laugh us off. Turn it off. <laughs> He'd <laughs> be like, I don't know who that sound dude is. But... <laughs> he never says anything. <laughs> He's trying not to smile. He's either aggravated with us or having fun. Um, I, I, I think we're doing good. Okay. Like, I mean, we. Yeah. We're doing like we. I know. I'm sorry. I'm a freaking a processor. It's like we're having a conversation. Only thing there's just mics in our face. I know. <laughs> it's very phallic. Uh, oh my god. Uh, I just said that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 so, Chan just made it awkward. <laughs> I know. We. All right. <laughs> God. So we I mentioned the, the Bible earlier, <laughs> and I'd just like to throw back to the Bible because I found my favorite quote from that because it's all over the Old Testament. It's right. uh, Exodus thirty twenty three. Oh, God ins- getting... God instructions Moses to make the holy Uh-oh. anointing Wait. oil. Hold with... on, my mama is watching. Oh, your mom's watching. She just watching? put it on Facebook. So let's, uh, let's hold see. on. So so it's a. Uh, <laughs> It's a it's a hoil oil composed of myrrh, cinnamon, right. cannabis, and cassia, right. and it caused it called for specifically two hundred and fifty shekels of cannabis right. or cannabosum into the 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 holy anointing oil, which translates to six about six pounds six and a half pounds of cannabis in this recipe. Right. <laughs> So it's a lot. Okay, what are they making? What? A 600 whole, pounds? The the oil that they put on uh, Jesus' head. That holy anointing oil. was. Oh. So it was really can of oil. Yeah, it was a strong... And it was seeping into your brain, getting you high. <laughs> That's why you believe this. Oh, oh I get it. <laughs> Career. You're nuts. Um, and one of my wow. uh, favorites... And didn't they uh, use it? They burned it also, Yeah, right? it was used as an incense in the church. People yeah. used to love going to church. Think they, about yeah, it. Yeah, they're they're getting, they're that getting thing, hot That little thing they swing around, with, that it was just used to be filled with cannabis flowers <laughs> and cinnamon. So they're and, getting like, hot boxed, basically. <laughs> you know what? There were a couple kids last year Uh-oh. who got in trouble at a Catholic church because they filled that that canister thing no up with way. yes I, I, really? I, I thought it was really funny and I saw it on Facebook and <laughs> I liked it true. I liked it and I was and now I hear this information and then it's like you know what technically then those kids did nothing wrong right 
They just took it back to the roots. But you know, this is just this whole like fear of cannabis is just constructed anyway. It's socially constructed. You sure. know, this is something that you know, our society doesn't know all of this history and doesn't really seem to understand that this isn't something that's, you know, it's not new. It's been around for thousands of years for mm-hmm. a reason. And and it's it's really fascinating. And I love that we've called the show The New Hemp Times because we kind of want to change the dialogue around cannabis and definitely not using marijuana. You know, getting away from that because of yeah, the, because the that's ideology. a wicked. We're gonna get back. We're gonna get into that oh, whole marijuana yeah. thing. It's <laughs> yeah. all over, yeah. embedded in our language. Like mm-hmm. canvas mm-hmm. comes from a word meaning things made from hemp, hemp. like canvas. Right. Yeah, like right. The terms we use every day are derived from that. And we're starting to see, you know, it used more widely. I mean, there is a train station in L.A. I think it was during the World's Fair. It's made from like hemp concrete. Like really, you still pull into today, like the walls and stuff. Um, you're seeing like a BMW's electric car has Mm -hmm. foot pedals and paneling is all pressed hemp. Like it's really starting to be used again as a textile and a more commercialized. Oh, we need to make clothing out of hemp. Well, right. it's, it's a little rigid. They do in South Korea. That's like traditional yeah. wearers really? are hemp clothing. But it's a little stiff. No, well, you got to no, break that so down. So no hemp gotta, underwear. No, 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 <laughs> hemp draws. Ow. <laughs> Ow. It'd be like wearing, yeah, it's just pretty pretty hardy material. You might want to mix some cotton or something. Yeah, you have to throw something in it. Of course. Wash it 50 times. Well, maybe well, wait, wash it with a bunch of rocks. The made out of hemp, isn't it? The original drafts were written the, on, yeah, on hemp. Yeah, hemp paper, yeah. You know, isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. And we never talk about shit like that. You know, mm. we don't know this. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I just, I hope we can kind of contribute to a conversation. Um, I made, like, a few years ago kind of an effort that I wanted to make sure I came out of the closet about my cannabis use because that's so important for people to have their, these myths kind of dispelled because, you know, I think... I can't imagine being any more motivated to do shit than I am now. Like this guy you know? trying to say that smoking say that marijuana it... causes you to be violent. It's like, come on. Would you... So here's a direct <laughs> quote I mean, from I the book. All I want to do is Hold eat on. food. Well, I want to see if you guys <laughs> think this is true. Truth, yes. truth or fact time. So here's a direct quote. Before the 1970s, cannabis use was rare in Europe and the United States. <laughs> I, I, no, I don't buy that. Not was at until all. In 1970, there was an explosion of no. use. No. Um, <laughs> Not no, at no. all. No. no. It was legal here. They were, they were using that shit for years. Yep, yep, for years. As medicine. As medicine. You know, <laughs> pharmaceutical companies, believe it or not, sold it in the 1900s. You, you see, know? he denies like that. Lily. I think Lily can't, was can't one look. of them. Yeah, cannabis extracts and stuff. Yeah, so He actually denies that in the book, in his chapter, Getting High in the 1970s. He says, <laughs> many Americans had, uh, many Americans of there had experience with opiates and cocaine. These drugs have been widely used in over-the-counter patent medicines, uh, which cannabis was a part of a lot in patent medicines until mm. yep. the 1940s. So it's kind of, yep. you know, so they kind of pick and choose and cherry pick. He does cherry pick things, and he doesn't really, like, document any of his findings in this book. And yeah. that's what worried so me so much. He, I mean, he's like, he'll be like, in a journal from 2016, and then you're like, well, let me go look at that journal. You're like, wow, it published 500 articles that year. Let me dig through it. <laughs> <laughs> he never, like, references <laughs> anything. Like, my favorite it's so is when hard he, to find it. <laughs> my favorite is when he refers to his New York or NYU professor friend 
But he never, I guess the friend was so upset he didn't want his name published. Well, in and they don't, so wait a minute, he never says this person's never, name? Mm-mm. It's like mm-hmm. Mr. X. I did yeah. the statistical with analysis with. NYU and like if, you, if, you, if you're a researcher and you spend time mm-hmm. and resources mm-hmm. putting together data, you put your name. Well, you're like, this was, like if it was me, I'd be like, this is the Marku method for analyzing yeah. this. You <laughs> brand that, you right. publish it, you right. lay your claim to this type of analysis. And it's it's suspicious that the NYU researchers like no I'm yep. don't eat like very, <laughs> 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 uh, don't say my name in your book <laughs> yeah, don't, whatever you do don't and, say it was and me. And they also don't <laughs> show any of the data. The only right. data you can see of this is on his Twitter profile. It's a little screenshot of like one part of the Excel sheet, and that's. But he talks about the data, but never you never Shows get to it. see all of it. of it. Yeah, yeah. see, you I'm done with to. guys like that with a bunch of fucking shit and no. Proof. So we're Beat calling it. him out. So what I like to Alex think of Berenson. this book as is, is I, I read Malcolm Gladwell describe this as a worst case scenario, and I was like, I just think worse <laughs> might be best. What? He <laughs> describes it as what a worst case scenario. That was like, yeah, like what if the Nazis won World War Two? <laughs> yeah. that is the worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. like, wouldn't it be terrible if cannabis caused all these things? <laughs> well, you know what? We stay away from it. <laughs> you don't want to smoke that and make you kill somebody. <laughs> we would stay away from that shit if that actual what was a fact. That's if that funny. Was fact. I'm curious where he's getting his funding from because, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, I hate to be so like How suspicious, yeah. but I'm like, where does where this is he come get, from? Yeah. But I mean, I imagine what it would like bet proposing you. Wait, this hold book. on. What's I mean, the name of that organization he's going to present he's, to? He's with one of the Sam. Kennedys, he's right? He's publicly said on, on social media that he didn't get money from Kevin Sebe or those guys do it. But they certainly started doing lectures together yep. real quickly. Yep. Are you familiar with Project Sam? And mm-hmm. it's like the Reefer Madness light sure. group. Yep. Uh, they say some things are somewhat intelligent. Sometimes like we should regulate this and study it. But a lot of times it's, you know, usually a lot of hyperbole and, and similar stuff to this. Um, but, yeah, it makes me wonder how he pitched this book um, as a work it's... of fiction or, you know, they call it <laughs> – yeah, what would that fall it is under? A f- work like, of fiction. I mean, is, it, it, I'm yeah. telling you, the opening chapters read like the start of a zombie movie. With wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, it has the devil quote uh, in there, too. Oh, yeah, this is. <laughs> oh, my God. So I think, uh, so he says this, this devil quote, and I have one to follow it up, but uh, it says, The loveliest trick of the devil is to persuade you that he does not exist by Baudelaire, a notorious hash smoker. Right, right. But I think it would be better huh. to say, you know, the devil mixes the lies with the truth. Yeah. Would probably have been a right. better quote. <laughs> can I can I also say that I, I think that we need I, I'm curious. I want to make sure that we have this conversation about how to dispel both sides of the coin. Because we have these people, like you said earlier, Jay Han, who that, you know, cannabis is the end all be all, it saves everything. Well, it does have issues. I mean, the, people can develop problems. And and I think we need to educate people like on what's the reality, not what's the bullshit on either side. Right. Truth is usually in the middle, you know. And I just feel like there's a personal or professional commitment I have to make sure that people understand that, you know, we can all have fun. There's nothing wrong with euphoria. It's just we have to have balance in our mm-hmm. lives, you know. So I mean, I know people who have smoked marijuana and was just like, yeah, I don't like the way it makes me feel. Yeah, absolutely. And they've never done it again. Absolutely. I, uh, you know, yeah. um, and and I, yeah. I don't know. I guess it has, I, I don't know. Which brings me back to the question of whether or not has it gotten stronger? Is that even possible? 
You know what I mean? Like a chemical uh, compound. I think it can. Yeah. I, I think that maybe the people have more consistently grown higher mm-hmm. quality stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I think there That's still all. is an issue over time of how this stuff was stored, how it was sampled. Because now when people test it, they break away the sa- stems and all that stuff, and they just measure the the the, leaf, the flower. The right. flower, right? In the Whereas past, in the they'd past be they like, "Oh, we're just gonna do the whole plant with all the stuff, you know, roots and everything," mm-hmm. and that would everything's totally based on different. weight. So there were no standardized methods, and so you, it's really hard to compare. Plus, you don't get the whole snapshot of what's in the plant. Like, maybe, like I said, maybe it's all full of degradation products and the lower potency, you know, CBN, and that's why you see a low THC. Mm-hmm. But you know, you see reports of everywhere from one percent to ten percent, um, and and there was hash and hash oil being imported or, or smuggled into this country from Morocco and other places. I mean, I've seen pictures of it, like from the Middle East and Lebanon, like, stamped with, like, magic lamps and mm, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it... <laughs> I thought you were bringing I like that. out, like, A magic some... lamp. I'm like, what are you drinking here? But I, I would say, I think... <laughs> it's vodka. I think, mo- I think um, you know, in order to spell it, you know, I got some great advice when I started off in the sciences because I was really frustrated with some of the stuff. And I, and I found that the most useful thing was not really to say too much what I thought, but to quote the science and quote other people. And that if you see things repeating in good quality information articles, that stuff might have might be credible. Like if there's a paper, like they they cite a lot of research in this book that's like, oh, well, no one paid attention to this. No one cited it in their other research. So it's like, yeah, because it doesn't match any other theory that's out there. And mm, so, mm. you know, looking at stuff that's reproducible yeah. and has predictive power, right? You can right. predict what will happen with someone give someone THC, right? Right. There's, right. And that's the type of information I think is, is useful, is right. stuff that mm. can help you plan things and yeah. predict things. Um, so do we want to kind of talk about um, – career what when are you working next tonight it's friday what (laughs) i'm on a train tonight to rhode island to go see family oh you you said you were going to train tonight yeah, I'm going to train boxing. Oh, you're going to go. You're taking a train to. Oh, I was to, like, yeah. what are you training for? Yeah, I know, crazy woman. So your plan, to, you're doing tonight, Jayhan. Do you have any exciting um, stuff going on? Monday night uh, on the fourth, we're doing a webinar on hemp and poppies. We're going Yay! to talk about CBD and opioids and try yeah. and demystify it all. Yeah, give people some some ways to think about it, some useful right? tools. Um, right. And then on the twenty first, we have a um, live event. We're speaking at, at NYU. NYU. Going to do, but it's a, open to the public. Yep. Well, so the, the both of you speaking? We'll probably. Ha- I'll have a little bit, but it's mostly him. Yeah. He's, you know, he's extraordinary. <laughs> Jayhan, the rock star, the weed rock star, awesome. Dr. Jayhan. Yeah, people We're come from doctor. miles to look at my PowerPoint <laughs> slides. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um, uh, yeah, we're gonna and we have yeah. some articles uh, coming out yeah. um, oh I'm going to be in Panama if anyone's in Panama yeah. come see me in, when are you going wait, to Panama when am I going to Panama next weekend I'm speaking on the 13th of February about cannabis and mental health and yeah. what Panama is going to try and get into well, this I mean, actually go- a lot of them are a lot of the countries in uh, Central and South America are already 
have medical cannabis and legal cannabis. Wow. Laws. Yeah. So this is ex- – I'm kind of <laughs> excited to learn about what's going on down And this there. is supposed to be the best country in the world, America. Uh-huh. <laughs> the only place where it's federally wow. legal. Wow. Not the only place, but yeah. Yeah. You got – well, thank God Jeff Sessions is not in office anymore. Wait, did I ever tell you I did – he wanted to fucking, you know, pull back everything with this whole did marijuana. I, wait, did like, I ever tell you I did research for him? Who, for Jeff Sessions? Jeff Sessions. Sessions. When I was in my twenties, he is a Keebler <laughs> elf. Yeah, and he was. It was about cannabis in the workplace. That's funny because tr- I, I know his information seemed to be about twenty years old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm it was sure probably it from was. some of that information that was obtained. <laughs> And now isn't isn't Boehner uh, what's his name? Yeah, oh, isn't he my like God. a part of a, like a pro cannabis like only because there's money there. Absolutely, See, and that's what I capitalism. mean. Like, who are those people? <laughs> I don't want I don't want any of my money going towards anything that you stand for. You're a fraud because now you you were on that side of the fence, and now you're on this <laughs> side of the fence. You knew then that this shit didn't cause any real problems. Right, right. You knew it then. And now you guys get to come and make billions of fucking dollars off of it. And yeah, it pisses me off. <laughs> I should be do making you, money off of it. Do you want to talk about it? No, nah, we don't have time. We only got like eight. Se- <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I can schedule a session. That's right. I am expensive. and Barrison on the show. Oh, yes, yes. Let's get the both of them on the show. I'll I work on it. it. So, so I'm going to make a little plug since neither one of you asked me what am I doing. What are you doing? Well, I'm actually, uh, like I said, Panama, but I'm also uh, our group, IRCCMH.org, if anyone wants to go there and learn kind of about the research institute that Jay Han and I started this year, where we're actually looking at cannabis and mental health. We work with a lot of states. We provide education at dispensaries for dispensary staff. We work with states on their medical qualifying conditions and provide consultation from them. We actually, I work with patients, so patients can go to my website, janrobertslcsw.com, to schedule appointments. I do cannabis-assisted psychotherapy and all sorts of fun when stuff. When you break down cannabis, break down cannabis assistance, like what? Let's say I had a minor problem, right? Right. I get a session with Jan. Uh, we well, we smoke a joint. I don't do that. No. <laughs> so what is this cannabis no. assistant? I don't got. Well, here, okay. So Jahan at the beginning read that article about how marriages actually it showed that people who actually smoked cannabis tended to have less violence in their marriage than mm-hmm. non-smokers, and so there's something that happens when you have kind of this lower defense mechanism. And there was a great article out, I wish I could remember it, about cannabis-assisted psychotherapy for families, or I mean for couples. And what they found was that it was actually very helpful for couples. And not that you would smoke in the office, but maybe they would imbibe. And I only want to work, to be honest with you, if people can do it legally just because of the issues around that. But would Typically, you prescribe them like a- I can't prescribe anything. They would have to go through the state's legal program and say they use beforehand. And so when, like one of those dispensaries, right, like the one in right, 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 right. Okay. So they would have that. Inf- they would have that. They would imbibe it, and we would have our session. And I obviously would be sober. But what happens is, is your defenses kind of come down, and it's easier for me to get you to talk about the heart of the matter, essentially. And what we're doing, what I'm doing, is actually doing like pre-tests and post-tests to mm. see if it's actually helping people. And what I found is that a lot of clients actually feel 
a lot better. Like I treat people with anorexia, with PTSD, with other kinds of trauma. And and, and, and this is just them speaking with you? Just, well, it's um, just therapy. I do a lot of like cognitive behavioral therapy. I do gestalt. I do a lot of kind of different approaches. Mm. And I just find that it helps people kind of talk about things they normally wouldn't talk about and kind of get to some resolution that they wouldn't normally have. So it's kind of an interesting concept and uh, we're wanting to do some research around it and mm. really kind of see if that makes a difference and help other clinicians get trained to do yeah. so. Sounds think, like a bunch of whole new jobs are about to sprout up in the future. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, once you have cannabis, yeah. like what product do you use? How often do you mm-hmm, use it? When mm-hmm. do you use it? When don't you use yeah. it? Like this yeah. could be important yeah. for people who may not have experience with it or are looking. Microdosing. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. That's a great point. And my thing, and honestly, as a clinician, I want to make sure that people avoid cannabis use disorder. And what that is essentially is that it's creating Cannabis use disorder. Or cud. Cud. (laughs) Cud. Now, well, here's the thing. There's also suds, which is substance use disorders. So so, so for me- I know about suds. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We want to make sure that people can live their best lives. And to me, that's what this is about. It's not Mm. about- developing something that causes problems for you. It's about how can I, you know, live my best life? How can I find happiness Mm. and equanimity in my life? How can I not be held back by my own defense mechanisms or fears? How can I kind of grow? And that's where I think this can be very helpful. Hmm. Kind of like a journey. I still don't you, understand where the cannabis come in at. But, they get um, stoned before the session. Oh, is that? Did you miss that whole part? Uh, yeah, and I'm sure everybody <laughs> at home missed it too. <laughs> Call me at 978-4566 if you missed what she just said. Shut I'm up. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. Okay, see? Oh, that, yeah. I think that's Sorry. brilliant. Yeah, because, I mean, think about it. All right, Doesn't but then what about to... the marijuana's that get you, like, mellow or the ones that are like, yo, I got these ideas. Like, what happens? Like, you I know think what I mean? people like... should choose what works for them, mm. and that's my job to help them understand what's helping them versus hurting yeah. them. So you can reduce that trial sure. and error uh-huh. period. Yeah. Got you. Because yeah. otherwise you're, like, going there and some, you know, young adults recommending all these products, and you're like, well, trial and error, trial, trial and error. error. Uh-huh. And working with a professional, and that's probably why, like we talked about opioids either. Why is it working for some people? Why isn't it working in some cases? Probably because there isn't any real assisted therapy with, you know, imagine you had never used cannabis and you're like 45. Mm. And suddenly you're like, this might work for me, Mm -hmm. but you really don't have good information about how to use it. Or like you said, some some varieties have this mixture in them that mm-hmm. might make you more couch locked and sleepy. Mm-hmm. Other stuff might be more alerting, mm-hmm. and you're going to learn through trial and error. I shouldn't have this type mm-hmm. of product before bed because right. my mind will be mm-hmm. racing yeah. all right. night. And right. that's how I wrote my last bestseller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, that's that all I wanted sense? to know because there are there is that like yo let's go dancing and and then it's like no man I want to sit here and contemplate. <laughs> and they've started to get down to the nitty gritty about oh, that, and that's good. Get... That's good. All right, that's guys, awesome. I think we're kind of at time right now. Really? So, so uh, what are our uh, social media handles? Is it at the New Hemp Times? New, New, New Hemp Times. New Hemp Times. Hemp Times. So Twitter. 
Uh, Facebook and Instagram. Instagram. Instagram, guys. uh, Shoot us your questions and comments at New Hemp Times on social media. Yeah. We'll answer them on the show. Go to our website, too, and and let us know if you like our logo. And don't forget to write (laughs) at Alex. (laughs) I love that. I I know you love the logo. I love that logo (laughs) of the three of us. Am I a nerd? But it's like me hanging out with my buddies. You're a nerd for completely different reasons. Jayhan, what were you saying? I'm sorry, sorry. we interrupted say, you. Uh, <laughs> I was going to tell anyone who's listening to this to go on Twitter uh, at Alex Berenson and tell him to get on the show. We'd like to have a uh, informal discussion with oh, him. Geez, and please. we're also giving your book some serious uh, free publicity, so um, you should grace this show. Yeah, because he, with your presence, Alex, he's too chicken shit. We to got do some that. questions to ask. All right, where you get your theory from? So we're going to be on sometime soon. Watch us for updates. Thanks so much for joining us, you guys. Have a great one out there. Happy yeah, Friday. Have a great weekend. <laughs> All right, bye. Adios. Bye. bye.